acquiring faith. Yeah. A lot of times. Check this one out here. It's on page 53 of the book. So he's talking, it's in the chapter We Agnostics, so he's talking about people who have a lot of ideas. you got to go in the other room for the chairs, two chairs. Who are, who are resisting the inevitable. Like they probably, they're going to have to either be done using or they're going to be done shortly thereafter, some, some form or another. So he talks about, let us think a little more closely. Without knowing it, had we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith. So in my view, faith is a force of mind. Yeah? Big M mind here. And it manifests by the vehicle it's put in. So faith can move mountains or it can produce a mental hell. Yeah? It matters how it's a, what vehicle it's put in. If it's put in the thought system, it's the faith of the thought system that provokes so much anxiety. Because you're actually having to believe something that's not happening. Yeah? And that's faith. So here, but let us think a little more closely without knowing it, had we not been brought to where we stood by a certain kind of faith. So where they're standing is uh, the turning point. Either they got to get sober or they could possibly die. And he's saying here that what brought them to this point is faith. Faith in what? Faith in the mental system. Faith in the thought system. Faith in the perceptions. Because when you're under a delusion, you misperceive quite a lot. You see threats where there aren't any threats and things like that happen. And that what causes them to really seem or be real to you is faith in them. Because someone, the exact misperception can occur and someone doesn't buy into it and they're free from the effects of the misperception. The misperception can't produce any effects with us without our compliance. We play a very active role here in our demise and in supposedly our salvation. We play a huge role. And this is the faith, the faith that we represent. We're not talking about a faith, which is like a formalized thing like Islam or Catholicism, but faith, just a force of mind. So... For did we not believe in our own reasoning? I mean, what caused me not to get up that day is I believed the day was going to suck. Basically, I rolled over and I said, fuck, it's going to suck. Might as well just stay home. Yeah, I had no evidence it was going to suck. The only evidence is I maybe thought it sucked yesterday. But, but there was no in, imperative or inherent evidence right when I woke up but my head was telling me how life was going to be today and if I believe it it produces a reaction where? in the body-mind apparatus the mental body apparatus what triggers the strength of the, of the reaction is the faith <laughs> the faith in the catalyst so the thought can be the catalyst to a hell or to a fucking you know, traveling lighter it's, if you don't take the thought seriously, the, the thought won't be taken seriously. Yeah. So, did we not have confidence in our ability to think? <laughs> what was that but a sort of faith? Exactly. Yes, we had been faithful, abjectly faithful to the God of reason, the thought system. <laughs> 
<laughs> what other God do you have up there? What else is playing God? Is your elbow playing God? Is my knee playing God? <laughs> is my digestion playing God? <laughs> Where is the playing God? We speak about so much in recovery. We say, hey, before anything, you've got to quit playing God. Why? Because it doesn't work. This isn't nobility or virtue, it's pragmatism. You just see you've been relying on a failed system like an old GPS that fucking has like maps from like 1870 and then tells you, all right, I'm in a predicament. What should I do? Okay, run. <laughs> Avoid at all costs. You know, don't, set, don't open the mail. These things. And what happens? It produces effects. And then we go, oh, wise one, tell me more. And then an old file, an old map downloads, and now you're driving that direction again. I used to follow it completely. I'll tell you an example. I was in a... <laughs> I'd been arrested quite a lot, and usually the arrest and court had a lot to do with each other. So then I was, I had a... A court date, and I was afraid if I went to the court date, I'd go to jail because it had happened before. Usually, there was no in, there was no intervening part. I was in jail, went to court, and then went to jail again. But this time, I was out of jail, and so I had a court date, October 10th, and it was causing concern. I was afraid because it was like October 3rd or so, October 4th. And so what happened, I went to my old reliable GPS. I said, oh, wise one, what should I do? He says, well, don't go to court. I said, okay, I won't go to court. And it circumvented the fear that the court was, my having to attend court was producing because now I took what I thought would lead me to jail out of the equation, sounded great, and I went on my merry way and I was free from the fear about going to jail. Now, about a lot, and I'm thinking I'm winning because, you know, October 10th comes by. And I'm thinking about all those poor jamokes sweating it out, and I'm here drinking, and I'm... It's worked once again, my solution. October 12th, I'm driving around my girlfriend's car, I get pulled over. And I hadn't been doing anything, which was unusual. <laughs> they pulled me over, so I was righteously indignant. And they go, why did you pull me over? He says, you have a broken taillight. Can I see your license registration? So I had one, and I gave it to him. And it's amazing how long they stay in the car, police car. They're in there like 10 minutes, like it's a novel in your life there. And I'm just in there, all right. So they come out and they go, Miss, and if you hear this statement, you're going to jail, which is, Mr. Hedman, will you please step out of the car? So I stepped out of the car and I'm going, what the hell? I've nothing, I can fix the taillight. He says, oh no, you missed a court date and a bench warrant was issued, which means as soon as they see you or apprehend you, you go directly to jail. All right. So now this is October 12th. So the thing October 2nd that was scaring me was a court date because I go to jail. Now I'm in jail and I have two court dates. <laughs> That's not a reliable system. It's not a re reliable navigational system. And it doesn't switch just because you get sober. The thinking is still as crazy as it always was. You've just taken some of its fuel away, the drinking and the drugs, but you're basically, the possibility of acting out is, un, is very, very strong. You find other ways, you know, like porno or eating a lot or somehow or another. So this whole idea that it's a failed system, what fuels the failed system is our faith in it. 
Tell me what else. Something that's false and it's appearing to be real, it has to be appearing to be real to what's real. Yeah? I mean, where does it get its reality, its seeming reality, unless it's being given to it by reality? And what's the... What's the active role of reality in that event? Is it that thing doing it to you? Or are you giving everything all the meaning it has? I mean, which way is it coming? Is it coming at you all day? Which would verify all your resentments and feelings of threats and people are imposing their will on me? Or do you and I play a huge role in what's going on? I mean, might as well get the horse situated in front of the cart instead of looking from behind the cart and all you see is the cart and the back little like uh, tailgate of the cart is like a billboard with the advertisements of I, me, my all day. And so you're constantly pushing this fucking cart instead of just having the horse in front of it and things make sense. Yeah? If you've ever run into a workable solution it's incredible, isn't it? I mean, to me, recovery has been a solution that has worked because it was downloaded in me on a regular day at the office. I was just trying to stay loaded with alcohol so I could get high with drugs. And I had that huge impediment, which was no money. <laughs> that was the big fucking drag at the end. I couldn't get what I wanted. I'd have to go through some intermediary. So I have to prostitute myself, listen to the life story somehow, promise I'll pay you back or something. So it was a hellish in a way. And then something just stopped it. Something downloaded. And it was like a CNN news flash. No headline. Just a headline, really. No story. And it was, I'm fucked. Yeah. And that's been the solution. And ever since that day, I haven't thought or felt about a drink or a drug. Ever. 20, almost 28 years. Now, to me, I would qualify that as a solution. All the other shit I found as solutions, where are they now? All your solutions are here today. So here, we have been faithful, objectively faithful to the God of reason. So in one way or another, we discovered that faith had been, that had been involved all the time. And you can say, faith is involved all the time. Now, faith isn't Stanley, it's not in the ethnicity, it's mind. Right where you are, that's where the faith is issuing forth from. And everything, the thought system, is one vehicle you can have faith in. Feelings is another vehicle, and we see in recovery, feelings aren't facts. Yeah? Or, you can trust something infinite rather than the finite self. And then see what happens. And then maybe... You'll get, you'll get the sense of what a real solution is. A solution, a real solution, doesn't have to be vigilant about the problem. A real solution is very relaxed because the solution lies right where the seeding of the problem is, us. Yeah? So, the idea of getting relief from the thought system isn't by stopping thoughts, it's by seeing they're not yours to begin with. If, you, if the my is weakened, then the thought's effects will weaken. If you try to weaken thoughts, that's a thought. But if you weaken the my, then the thoughts weaken. If you weaken the my, then the whole of the feelings weakens. When you 
when you weaken the mind that time is seen as time, not my time. Yeah. I can enjoy a woman, and then the day she becomes my girlfriend, I feel I have a right to fucking stalk her or something. You know, break into her email and see what she's doing with her free time. What happened? Something shifted. It was all great when it was girlfriend. Now it's mine. It's a totally different beast. Well, listen, it's happening all day. Or isn't it? If it isn't, I don't see that's not so. The thoughts are in that head right now, seemingly, producing up an interpretation of life. And it basically says it's like a sleight of hand. It slips away the living of life, and then it replaces it with an interpretation of living, which has to be based on yesterday and tomorrow. And the living of life is based on now. It's as simple as that. If there's faith in the interpretation, what's not happening is going to be the biggest influence in your life, which is an incredible crime, isn't it? That the biggest influence in my day is yesterday and tomorrow? You don't see that as like a slavery? That I can't even be in this Saturday. This Saturday has to be referred to all past Saturdays. And in relationships to Monday and Friday, so if I feel like I really worked hard, I'm going to really feel like I should really party hard. It's the same. It's always the relative. The reality is based on irreality. It's 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 not based on reality. It's based on supposition and assumptions and fucking old conditionings and ideas and beliefs. And it's the faith. The faith is just the potency of mind, and it's going to manifest by the vehicle it's put in. If it's put in the thought system, if its whole root is that you're a body, a long-lasting, independent, historical action figure, then you are going to be dictated by what's not happening. Most people who are flipping out right now are never flipping out based on Saturday. They're flipping out based on last Wednesday or tomorrow. There is no apparent threat right now. There's no door that we've locked. (laughs) You can leave... It's like a free-range meeting. You can go at any time, and there's no threat at all. And it's going to end. It's not going to go on that long. So so the natural response is, hey, I'm in the sun, it's chilled out. But some people, you see them, because they're in prayer to the thought system. The beads of the thought system are yesterday and tomorrow. 108 of them. (laughs) 365 of them. And then years. (laughs) There's a solution. You can have a little bit of relief. And I'll tell you, if you had relief, then these phony ideas of enlightenment and everything would drop. What you really want is contentment in your own skin. If you had that, it would probably be more than enough. If you could feel an ease and comfort right now and in the circumstances you usually find yourself in, that would be way more than enough. If you were truly satisfied, your seeking for super satisfaction may be diminished greatly. (laughs) You know, maybe you just, this would be more than enough. You know, just a day of freedom from yesterday and tomorrow. (laughs) I mean, really. Which we're aiming at the stars, yeah? Why not? To me, this is dog shit awareness. It's so practical and pragmatic. 
when you when you wake up in the morning, wherever you are, how long does the room take to appear? How long does it take? And did, did you hear it panting? It was so much work. Oh, Bill Valley. Wait a minute, bigger Brooklyn. Ooh, Brooklyn. All right, that's a bigger sphincter muscle. <laughs> when you open your eyes up, does your does this the seeing? demonstrate any thought or effort? Does the seeing get tired? Maybe the eyes that facilitate vision, they get tired, but does the seeing get tired? Does, does what's hearing get tired? Does it have, is it straining? The only limitations is on the faculty that's producing hearing. It's the ear. It's not what's hearing. There is no limitation to that. And does it demonstrate any thought or effort? It just it's just so, yes? So why do you believe that thought and effort would bring you back there? You've never left. It's the baseline of every one of our days. We think it should be set in a different landscape all the time. But in fact, wherever you are, that's it. You know, this whole idea of being in the moment is based on an insane assumption you and I could be out of a moment. We have never been out of any moment we've ever been in. We have never been out of any moment we've ever been in. Then why are we so busy trying to get into the moment? Isn't that having faith in the idea that you could be out of a moment? Isn't it? You must have an incredible faith that this isn't it to be searching for it. This isn't yelling out, I'm not it, I'm not it, you know. <laughs> the, the, tree, the tree isn't proclaiming it's oak, oak. Hey, pine, it's nothing. We're giving everything the meaning it has. So the thought and everything else, it's, it's the feeling... That it's the sense that precedes the thought, captured with the word my. It's the sense that precedes the feelings, captured by the word my. It's the sense that precedes the doing, actually it arises after the doing, but says it preceded the doing, and it's the sense of being the doer. That's it. That's the heist of all heists. The mental state is a product of time, and yet when it gets produced, it says it was before time. So, the doing and the ignorance mix and a doer is produced. When the sense of doer is produced, it says it was before the doing. How It has to. To be the doer, it has to say it preceded it. It can't say it came after it, yet the demonstrations of it are all day. How many times have you ever heard a person say, oh, I don't want to feel that. They already felt it. Yeah? They already felt it. The feeling is, the conscious contact happens, and then the mental state goes, either I like the feeling, I don't like the feeling, but then after that, it says it was the one who, it's the feeler, and when it takes the position of a feeler, it presupposes it should have some sway over feelings. It should have some sway over the thought system. I should be able to stop thinking. I should be able to only think positive thoughts. I, 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 I. All of those assumptions or presupposings come from being the thinker, the doer, and the feeler. If you saw you're the seeing of it all, it's totally different. 
You can grab another seat if you like. No? Yeah? It's totally different. A thought is usually different than my thought. The my is the weight. The my is the weight that's put into the thought. If you want to get, if you want the thoughts to be lighter, look at the my. If they're not your thoughts, you won't take them so seriously. If you, t- your thoughts, you take damn serious. You've been thinking. Someone sits here and starts talking about. Do you ever go home and let's say some guy you met once in your life, Stanley? Do you think, oh, I wonder what happened? What was Stanley doing twenty years ago? I bet his whole life would have been better if he hadn't made that left turn. If Stanley would have just went, didn't get hit by that car, everything would be great now. Fucking no way. But if it's called you, you're there all day. You're in that fucking porno theater all day. What's, what is, what's the difference? It's the same presentation. It's the audience. If the audience thinks it's about them, they're in rapt attention to it. If they think it's about someone else, they can easily dismiss it. You have to, in a sense, see your head as a stranger or as a foreign installment or as a parasitical movement. You've got to allow the mind to picture itself as not that. As soon as the bigger mind can picture itself as not that, it can start being free from it instead of trying to be free as it. The freedom isn't after the bondage, it's prior to the bondage. Prior to the bondage, there is no bondage. It's an activity that needs your compliance. In other words, the handcuff that you feel you're in, you put your wrists in there. You're in total cahoots with the arrest. (laughs) You're the judge, the jury, the defense, the prosecutor, the jailee, the jailer. You're playing the whole, all of it. So, life's happening, mental interpretation, life's happening to me. That's it. Life's happening, yeah, everyone can agree to that, but then there's a little bit of a twist, life's happening to me. That's self-centeredness. And it's a perfect description of the whole system. The whole system is centered on an idea that you you and I are a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, a body, And that's all we are. And in other words, if we're going to look into the idea of spirituality, we're going to look at the idea of spirituality framed as a body, which defeats the whole purpose. Because the only way you can look at spirituality at that point is, I got to get me some of that. Yeah? I got to get me some of that spirituality. But if you see that, you maybe see that you're not this, what may dawn on you is you are spirit. It's a whole different thing. Gaining spirituality and then being spirit are totally different. And then if you move to meditate, meditate. It's not you doing it. If you're not moved to meditate, don't meditate. It's not you doing it. Yeah? And that which you are hasn't shifted. It didn't, it didn't start grinning when you said meditate. And it didn't get sad when you you didn't meditate. It's just on, incessantly on, always available at all times, right with right where you are, with no requirement necessary other than the ones you put up. If if they if they if you give up being a thinker, the old dies, uh, the old ideas that you have thought about will weaken. 
if you give up being the believer, the old ideas that you have believed will weaken. Yeah? You can take you out of the equation by seeing what you are, by learning about what you are not, and then finding out what you are. And what you are can't be studied, it can't be taught, it can't be scrutinized, it can't be investigated, it can't be forensically diagnosed. All it is 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 what you are. You can't turn what's looking to see what's looking. There's an old story. I'll use the Heaven's Door. I'm called to do that. It's an old story. Meet people here. Heaven's Door. All right. So here I am. I heard about heaven. I want to go there. And so I figure, I've read that you got to get purified, everything. So I start working on a good spiritual resume. Go to India twice. Sat in the forest of Thailand, meditating, drinking lousy soup at 10 in the morning. 14 hours a day. <laughs> Native American sweats, everything like that. All right, so I feel all right. I'm going to go to Heaven's door. So I knock on the door. God, it opens immediately, which is very disturbing. It's like, was he just lingering right at the door? It was just as soon as I knocked, God was there. And I go, God, can I come in? And he looks right at me and goes, Paul can't come in. So, of course, I get disappointed, so I decide I'm going to work harder. I leave, I go, instead of one-month retreats, I do three-month retreats. You know, instead of staying in India for a month, I move to India. And I ashram and this and whatever. Go into South America now, to the Amazon, do ayahuasca, iboga, throw it in there, just in case I have any, you know, past heroin shit in there. Get all that out of me. <laughs> all right, come to the door, knock on it. God immediately opens. I go, God, can I come in? And he looks right at me. He says, Paul can't come in. So now I'm just pissed. You know? I fucking, my spiritual, <laughs> just fuck you, God. So I start partying and fornicating and running around, sixth and market, south and market. And then suddenly I get fucking knocked out. I fall into this river and I get washed up. And I, as I'm getting up, something happens. My head cracks open. And I'm right at, and there's heaven's door. I walk right up, I knock on it, and God's right there again. And I, I go, can I come in? And he goes, Paul can't come in. And I walk right in. Yeah, Because he wasn't personal. He wasn't saying Paul can't come in. He was just stating a fact. No Paul, no Mary, no Sue, no Jane is ever going to enter the kingdom of heaven. Yeah, That's the real richness of people, is their identity with a story. So, as, so he was just basically stating a fact. As, as soon as I saw that I wasn't that Paul, I immediately walked in. All the exile was on me. It wasn't on God. I wasn't exempt from going to heaven. I just, I had my, I was, I wanted something to come along with me that can't go. Yeah. And that's it, isn't it? People come to talks like this, and they're waiting years and years of these talks. They're still waiting to get it. They want to be there to get to, to experience their own absence. It's not available. Yeah. Your being obsessed with self is a false presence that makes the presence seem absent. You can't have the presence really be present with your presence. 
doesn't work. Yeah? When this gets shrunk, when you lose interest in the, this false presence, this mental presence, then that which is so becomes obvious. When? Right now. For how long? Find out. To me, it was became the last answer. I remember I heard this message and hit me like a fucking unspoken yes. And then that's only, it's just been reverberating ever since. And it's become the last answer. I haven't had any interest into looking into anything for I don't know how many years. And I haven't found any turbocharged, you know, addition I can put on it or extreme tantric put on there or some other fucking thing. It's just basically dog shit awareness, incessant onness. Yeah, always available at all times. And so, what's the rush? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not gonna, it's like being on a plane and rushing to the front. We're all going to land at the same time. <laughs> you know, I, I never understood that when people get up and they're standing there for an hour. They've been sitting for eight hours. Now they stand for an hour. Like, no, no, whatever. <laughs> so the first break I had, a lot of it was was in recovery. Because I was introduced to these ideas, and I'd be at recovery meetings, and people would be sharing what we do at a recovery meeting. Is people share their feelings, their thoughts, and their reactions to life. And after you're listening to a people for a couple of months, you can only come to two conclusions, or I only could, which is how did these people get my thoughts? Because they sure sounded like me, or they're not my thoughts. And there was the beauty. Because once you can see this as a foreign installment, then you'll be able to entertain being free from it. If you see it as you, you'll be entertaining freedom for it. It's really that simple. If this, like a great master, Ramana Maharshi, says this beautiful thing, there's so many new people, I'll go to it. He says this is the main dilemma in all spiritual stuff. It says the presupposing the presupposing the existence of a non-existent thing and then wanting to get salvation for that imaginary thing. Yeah. When your practices themselves become a means of giving life to the non-existent thing, how can they destroy it? Presupposing the existence of a non-existent thing. That's selfing. That's what, the, what I call selfing. That's its job. Its job is to reinforce, to imply, to infer, to assume this presupposed non-existent thing as being you. Yeah? And then it doesn't matter what journey you go on, the whole journey's influence is going to be based on that first statement. And if it goes unnoticed this is going to be like the shadow that's going to follow you throughout the spiritual paths. The presupposing the existence of a non-existent thing and then wanting to get salvation for that imaginary thing. When your practices themselves become a means of giving life to the non-existent thing, how can they destroy it? To try to destroy this is to be just like a thief turning himself into a policeman to catch the thief who is none other than himself. 
front and say hello to the thief. <laughs> All right? He says it another way. People won't listen to me, but maybe, you know, a dead authority has more weight. So let's, let's bring out the big guns. <laughs> this is a nice one. So you impose limitations on your true nature of infinite being. You don't, but the mental state does. The mental state selfing is constantly imposing limitations on your true nature of infinite being. It's saying you're a body. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a pretty big imposing or limitation from infinite being suddenly be shrunk down to a 6'1 guy who's losing a lot of weight because of raw dieting. <laughs> I think that's a pretty big limitation. <laughs> then you take up this or that practice to transcend the non-existent limitations. <laughs> but if your practice is itself assumes the existence of the limitations, how can it help you to transcend them? <laughs> he says it in all his writings, tons of different times. They cha he changes the wording, but it's the exact same thing. Again, there is no greater mystery than the following. Ourselves being the reality, we seek to gain reality. <laughs> We think there is something hiding our reality. Yes, you. <laughs> the activity of selfing. <laughs> but we're calling it us. So we're looking for something that's hiding the reality. We don't know we're in the act of hiding the reality. <laughs> we think it's something else doing it. It's our activity. We're the static. It's the inside the TV that's producing the static on the screen, not outside. <laughs> We're picking up K-Paul all day. <laughs> the channel of infinite being, it's like an unclear channel. <laughs> it's, it's getting pirated as it's coming through and turns it into me. <laughs> we think there is something hiding our reality. Who's hiding our reality? Who is it? Ted! We think there is something hiding our reality and that it must be destroyed. I just do it for the fun. Let's destroy Ted. I know he's not. <laughs> before the reality is gained. So we have to destroy this before the reality is gained. It's like, it's like a, a march on a hill, isn't it? We've got to destroy the Japanese before the hill is... It's like, it's like people playing war with them, their own nature. <laughs> we're going to destroy and capture the nature, our own nature all the while being that nature we're trying to capture alright that is ridiculous a day will dawn when you will yourself laugh at all your past efforts that which will be on the day you laugh is also here and now I mean, it's just the same thing. It's just a pointing. A pointing to that which is pointing. Because there is no moon that anything's pointing to. The selfing is just inferring, referring, referencing, assuming, implying, insinuating that there's a long-lasting independent separate entity. That's the new reality it's, it puts in. And in that being the reality, you hide reality from yourself. 
if you lose interest in that which is you being used to hide reality, reality will dawn. Not on you, as you. You'll see your role in things. You'll see your role that's echoed and trumpeted in the Course in Miracles when it says, you and I give everything all the meaning it has. You and I are the dreaming of this dream. We forget that we're dreaming. That's the selfing. Yeah? And in that state, in that forgetting that we're dreaming, we give everything we dreamt the power to affect us as the dreamt. These are like diagnosis, so you don't have to go to tons of experts. You could just read this and get the whole the whole thing diagnosed. And then at least, all right, all right, maybe I was at a false beginning. And therefore, instead of thinking the map sucked and the boat sucked, I never got to my destination, or my practice sucked, I didn't it didn't stabilize, maybe look at where you were embarking from. And maybe that may be found to be what you're looking for. The seeker is the sort. It happens with me, so I'm just sharing it humbly, because it will save you a lot of time and a lot of money. And, you know, unless you want to go, you know, stay in a damp cave somewhere. I'd rather go to Chibos for a latte. <laughs> My Buddhism is laying down Buddhism. Just lay down at any chance I get. It's great. <laughs> well, whatever, you know. So, any questions? Statement. Fairy dust is expensive. Hmm? Fairy dust is expensive. Fairy dust. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, great. That's it. Thank you. Are you welcome?